Welcome to Stack Attack, the PEI Public Library Services podcast on books, culture, and everything related to the world of libraries. On today's episode, Crystal is joined by Caitlin Paxson with the PEI Museum and Heritage Foundation, and Vanessa Bradley, the Community Education and Engagement Manager with Peers Alliance. Listen in as they chat about a new program happening this summer, the Beaconsfield Book Club, Queer Historical Romance Society. They also talk about the importance of reading diverse books and recommend some of their favorites. As always, please check out the podcast notes for more information and links to the resources mentioned in the episode. The Stack Attack podcast is recorded and produced on Epicwit, the ancestral land of the Mi'kmaq. Hi everyone, it's Crystal Dion here, the Adult Services Librarian at the Charlottetown Library Learning Centre uh, with the PEI Public Library Service. And I'm here with our next episode of the Stack Attack podcast and I'm with Caitlin Paxson, who's the Programming and Education Officer with the PEI Museum and Heritage Foundation and Vanessa Bradley, who is the Community Education and Engagement Manager with Peers Alliance. And we're here to chat about a new summer initiative that the, that the two organizations are involved in, the Beaconsfield Book Club Queer Historical Romance Society. So Caitlin, can you just give us a general overview of, of this upcoming program? Absolutely. So I work for the foundation as someone who comes up with programs and delivers them. And we knew we wanted to develop some sort of pride-centric programming for Beaconsfield Historic House uh, over the course of the summer. And as we were batting ideas around, the idea of doing a a book club came up. I have a background in books. I also uh, work as a book reviewer for NPR books online and for Quill and Choir. Uh, So I do a lot of reading and um, do a lot of thinking about books. And I have sort of, over the past year, fallen in love with the romance genre. I used to be very snobby about it and to, uh, to not really be an enthusiast of the genre. But last year, I had sort of a shift in perspective um, because of a couple of things. Um, one was through a recommendation of an author whose books I really like, um, Alex Harrow. She wrote uh, 10,000 Doors of January, uh, The Once and Future Witches. She often recommends books on her social media. And she recommended one of the books that we're going to be reading for the book club this summer, The Queer Principles of Kit Webb by Kat Sebastian. Um, and it's about highwaymen, and her pitch for it just really made me like, ooh, I want to read that. And around the same time, I also um, received some recommendations from a friend because of a piece I was writing that had sort of a romantic element to it. Uh, my friend C.S.E. Cooney, who is herself an author, her book, St. Death's Daughter, is amazing. She recommended a few romance novels to me as well, including uh, T. Kingfisher's Paladin series. The first one's called Paladin's Grace, and sort of encouraged me to look into that genre a little. And as I started reading these books, I was like, oh my gosh, this genre is fantastic. I really love this, and just sort of became a, a convert to the genre. And because one of the first books I read was Cat Sebastian's work, um, she has lots and lots of books, and they're all fantastic and she often also recommends other authors so that was sort of how I fell into into the genre and into reading it so it seemed like a natural idea to me since I've become so enthusiastic about the genre over the past year to have a focus for the book club be queer historical fiction specifically and you know I think with our programming I really wanted to choose something that would be a celebration of queer love and queer stories that would be a very positive focus for our programming. So that was why we made the decision to focus it on those books specifically. 
Awesome. Um, I know it sounds like you have plenty of inspiration for how the books were chosen. And I know that you had sort of had this long list and then uh, Vanessa helped you to narrow it down. So Vanessa, can you maybe tell us about the three specific books that were chosen and, and why perhaps? Absolutely. So when uh, Caitlin approached me with some different books, I was like, okay, well, all of these sound fantastic. First of all, how are we going to choose? But one thing that was important to us was to showcase a diverse array of couples and a diverse array kind of of experiences, especially considering we're doing historical fiction. So oftentimes historical fiction, when it comes to LGBTQ folks, can lend toward sadness and suffering. And so I was really excited to read these books that are all joyful. Thank you, Vanessa. And maybe, Caitlin, you can tell us just a bit about which three books you settled on in the end. Absolutely. So for June, we're going to be reading The Lady's Guide to Celestial Mechanics by Olivia Waite. This was a book that I sort of ordered and then read specifically when I was planning for the book club. This was one that I had heard recommended a lot of times. That's a love story between two women. And the thing that I personally got really excited about it is that it deals a lot with women's work and the sort of value of women's work and how it was perceived in the Victorian period. In particular, there's a lot of talk about embroidery and like whether embroidery is art. And as someone who's a fiber artist myself, I got very, uh, very geekly into that. And it's also just a really like great love story with lots of pining back and forth between the two protagonists. So we're reading that one for June. For July, um, the book that started it all for me, um, The Queer Principles of Kit Webb by Kat Sebastian. Uh, It's a story about a uh, retired highwayman who gets um, sort of pulled back into the life of crime for one last job by someone who uh, wants to rob his own father. And I was sold on this book as soon as I heard the premise because I've always been a sucker for stories of highwaymen in that period of history. You know, I think there's just a lot of inherent daring do and romance to that particular concept. So I was sold immediately. And one of the things I love about Kat's, Sebastian's books in particular, is that they're very socially conscious. And there are always characters in them who are against the aristocracy and the concept of sort of this obscene wealth alongside obscene poverty and suffering. I think sometimes with romance novels, there's a tendency to sort of glorify the, the riches of the past and the aristocracy. Her books do not do that. In fact, all the characters who aren't socialists but at the start of the book are by the end. <laughs> so I really appreciate that about her book. So that's our pick for July. And then in August, we're going to be reading A Lady for a Duke, which is by Alexis Hall, who puts out a lot of books and a lot of really great books. And uh, this particular one has a uh, trans feminine protagonist and it's sort of a story of friends who were lost to each other who then come back together and get to know each other again in their sort of new vision of themselves Uh, and it's very romantic awesome they sound like great reads I'm looking forward to reading them myself Vanessa, why do you think it's important for librarians or anyone who loves to read and recommend to others to include more diverse books in their recommendations It's a great question. Whenever I'm doing workshops for the community, I often talk a lot about diversifying the content that you consume as we're trying to be better allies and more inclusive in everything that we do. Diversifying what you're reading, what you're watching, what you're scrolling through on Instagram is so, so important. And also you learn about different communities. You learn about different ways that people live and you learn also in the case of queer historical fiction romance 
a lot of different categories there in one thing. <laughs> but you learn about the history and what queer people may have gone through at that time or an experience that people have been through that aren't perhaps an experience that you would have experienced or that you would have even known without picking up that book. And I think that recommending diverse books just opens your eyes to different experiences and different viewpoints as well. Yeah, I know we try in the library to ensure that we display and recommend those diverse books to all of our patrons because there's such a vast array of experiences in life and it's important not to have a narrow view or a narrow field of view about those experiences. One, one of the things that I find so exciting about queer romance, uh, queer historical romance in particular, is the fact that I think a lot of times when people think about the past, they sort of only see the many obstacles that queer people would have faced. And those obstacles were real, absolutely, and you know continue to be real. But people have always found ways to express their love for each other and to make their lives work. And I really like the aspect of found family and of finding a way to express yourself and live your life the way you want to that these books inevitably, because they're romance novels, conclude with. And I think there are probably so many more stories of that happening in history than we you know, than we know about for, for certain, and we do know about some of them, but I, I think that there's probably so many more examples of that that have just been sort of lost to time and to our perspective. Um, so I like the idea of refocusing on that when we're looking at historical context. Oh, I really love that perspective of how to look at it. Thank you. And I believe I heard that the bookmark is offering a discount to book club members. Is that true, Vanessa? Yes, it is. Bookmark is offering a 15% discount. So if you go into Bookmark to pick up one or all of these books, just be sure to mention that you're getting it for the book club and that you know that there's a 15% discount being offered. And they're all fairly affordable books, so it's pretty fantastic that Bookmark is able to offer that for us. Yeah, that's awesome. Caitlin, do you just want to quickly mention the dates and times of the meetings for folks to know? Absolutely. So the book clubs are taking place June 20th, July 18th and August 15th. June 20th will be the Ladies' Guide to Celestial Mechanics. That'll be our start to the book club. The book club takes place at 6.30 p.m. on the date and will go from roughly from 6.30 to 8 or so, I expect. And it's hosted at the Beaconsfield Carriage House. Thank you. And just to also let folks know, the library has three copies of each of these titles set aside specifically for book club members. So you won't find it in the online catalog, but if you give the Charlottetown Library Learning Center a call or drop by, we do have books set aside just for the members. And then when the book club meetings are over, they'll go into general circulation for everyone to borrow. And there is an e-book and an e-audio book copy of both available on the Libby app. Those aren't shadowed, so there might be a wait list for those already as, as they're available to everyone. But those physical copies are at the library, and you can't see them in the catalog, but you're more than welcome to come pick them up before the meeting. And yeah, just before we go, I'd love to hear about another book. We've, got, we've heard a lot of your awesome recommendations already, Caitlin, but if you have a specific one you'd like to share at the end, it doesn't have to be a queer historical romance, but it can be. You can both just give our listeners something to check out. So I tend to be more of a fantasy reader. So the two I'm going to recommend, one it actually just blew up on Twitter. It's one of my all-time favorite books called This Is How You Lose the Time War. And it's fabulous. It's just newly on the New York Times bestseller list. So I feel very proud to have read it before it blew up. <laughs> um, but it's just a fantastic book. would highly recommend. 
And then another one that I read recently was called The Jasmine Throne, and it's also a kind of, I mean, it's definitely queer, but it's, uh, I would say, fantasy mm -hmm. and some really beautiful world building in that one. So those are two that I have read and loved recently. Awesome. Thank you, Vanessa. And Caitlin, we'd love to hear a couple from you, too. I would also definitely put in a rec for This Is How You Lose the Time War. It's actually written by a friend of mine, and I'm just so delighted by the recent success of it. I also, um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, C.S.E. Cooney's St. Death's Daughter is a really fantastic fantasy novel that came out last year. Its premise is sort of, what if there was a necromancer who was allergic to violence? <laughs> and, you know, I always say, C.S.E. Cooney, she has, you know, 10 creative ideas before breakfast every day. Like, I, I, f I feel like she has more creative ideas before breakfast than most authors have in their entire lives. So her books are just jam-packed with amazing world building and concepts. Another book that I've read um, so far this year that I've really enjoyed is Emily Wilde's Encyclopedia of Fairies. As a folklore nerd, <laughs> I definitely got a kick out of the premise of this sort of woman uh, fairy anthropologist going off to this northern country to try to catalog their rare fairies that, that live there and the trouble she gets into. Um, so that was another one I really enjoyed this year that also does have a romance element to it. Thank you so much. I just want to let folks know in case, if you did miss any of the information about the specific um, dates, times, it's going to be in the write-up to the podcast, but you can also check out the PEI Museum and Heritage Foundation and Peers Alliance and the library social media feeds and there'll be information shared throughout there as the book club goes along. One other thing we should probably mention is that this iteration of the book club anyway is for ages 18 and up. All three of the books that we're using for the book club this summer are what in romance we refer to as spicy. <laughs> so just to make sure that our audience is appropriate for the content of books and for our discussion of them, we are keeping it to ages 18 and up for participation. Yeah, that's a great thing to mention. Thank you, Caitlin. So yeah, thank you so much for your time today, for the book recommendations, for organizing this awesome program that I'm sure a lot of folks are looking forward to. I really appreciate having you both here today to chat with me. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Stack Attack is a production of the PEI Public Library Service, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Many thanks to our guests, Caitlin Paxson and Vanessa Bradley, for taking the time to chat with Crystal. Links to all of the resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the podcast notes section. Are you interested in attending the Beaconsfield Book Club Queer Historical Romance Society? Several copies of each title have been set aside at the Charlottetown Library Learning Center, or you can also purchase them at the Bookmark in Charlottetown. Mention that you're attending the book club and receive a 15% discount on those titles. And as always, we want to hear from you. Share what you're reading to celebrate Pride with us on any of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And don't forget to check out our library website, library.pe.ca, for the most up-to-date information on library programs and services.